I'm Lori. And I'm Kyle. And welcome to The Worst Podcast Ever Made, where we don't plan anything and routinely go off the rails. Be sure to subscribe to The Worst Podcast Ever Made, whenever, wherever you get your podcast from. See, we couldn't even make it through the intro, which is perfect. We're just going to leave that in there. Now, welcome to this week's absolutely terrible, god-awful episode. All right, welcome to yet another episode of The Worst Podcast Ever Made, where we just make things crappier. I am your host, Kyle Slaymaker, and I am joined by the ever-so-lovely... Lori Jewett. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. (laughs) Okay, Uh, we wanted to talk to you guys about something that is a subject that I, I often hear a lot about, and that is the power of your circle, the power of your, you know, your, your inner network, right? The, the few people that, you know, you really choose to do life with. Um, Lori, why don't you go ahead and explain? Yeah. So the people you choose, choose to do life with, this goes in, you know, along with, I think really well, an episode that we recently recorded um, about imperfect action is your circle, because if you are surrounded by people, and this is an example I'm literally dealing with right now, but if you're surrounded by people that you have an idea and, and they're like, oh, you know, you should do this first and you should plan that, blah, 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 then you're never going to do it. You're never going to take that action because that's what's being fed into your brain, right? But if you're surrounded by people that say, I, I, Kyle, for an example, anytime I give Kyle an idea or say, hey, should I? He's like, yeah, absolutely you should. Those are the kind of people I personally want in my circle. The, you can do this, you're, you know. You're amazing. And I almost gave up on 75 hard uh, a week or two ago, two weeks ago. And I reached out to Kyle. Well, he checks in with me almost every night. Hey, how's 75 hard going? I worry about you when I don't get those, by the way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm an overthinker. So I'm like, oh, he's like in a ditch somewhere because he didn't check in with me. But it might be it. um, You know, I reached out and I sent a picture of my water bottle. It was like over halfway full at like what nine or ten at night and i said i'm failing today there's no way i can do it and kyle's thing is i would not consider and we'll remember exactly what you said but i would not consider you a close friend and an or the worst podcast co-host or whatever it was if i didn't think you can do it you're an effing monster do this or whatever it was it was something like and within like an hour because then you said uh going to the gym or whatever check back in six minutes and i'm like oh my gosh i'm sitting there and i'm sick too so i'm like please don't throw up please don't get sick but oh, that's I did the it. worst feeling too when you're doing 75 hard is that water chug. Oh my gosh, because it's like you're drowning from the inside. I, I but, try to do back when I was on 75 hard, I'd try to do the water as early as possible. Like if, if I still had a gallon le- anything left by noon, I was like, this is gonna be a miserable day. So I try to drink like a gallon before noon and just get it all out of the way. I'm like, so I'm I've got two cups already so i'm like i mean i'm further ahead than it looks like but yeah i get stressed out about here no matter what time of day it is but anyway i had other people one other person that knew and they were like oh you can just start again next week when you feel better and i'm like no d and i both pushed through this icky because nope. and dean get, gets things he's a man so he gets way sicker than me but you know, you have people that are telling you, oh, you can just start over. You can just start over. Dude, I'm on day 25. If I would have started over at day 17 or whatever it was, I would have like been so mad at myself. Because right now I'm like, I'm a third of the way there. Yeah, that, that there's nothing worse than a 75 hard failure. Oh, my God. No, especially it that far along. But if you've already completed it once, like, you know, you can do it again. This is my third go. So, yeah, I'm like, uh, no, I know I can do this. But 
you know, the, going back to the circle, it's so important that you have people that do motivate you and inspire you instead of drag you down. I was recently, I got invited to this, um, uh, like a women in business event, like a local group. It's my first like local business meetup outside of like the insurance world. And one of the girls there, she's like, you know, she's has a full-time job, her nine to five. So, and she's like, you know, how all these ideas and I tell people and they shoot me down and I just stopped her right there. And I'm like, stop telling them those are not your people. And I don't know if you're a member of my like private group, but I posted a couple days ago, you're going to be too much for some people. Those are not your people. If you're not surrounded by people that are telling you to keep doing you and if you want to get on stages, if they're not telling you, hell yeah, you can get on stages, then those are not your people. Or it's so you want to do a podcast? That's stupid. No, not my people. It's so interesting. Like, like, and, and that's that's very important. If you see people saying stuff like that, just just cut them out, right? Just completely ignore them because most of the time, 99% of the time, those people are the ones that are miserable and pissed off about where they are in their own life. And they get jealous of people who are going out there and trying to live their dreams and working hard and living the life that they wish they could live. And, you know, that's a lesson that had to, I had to learn pretty quick. Um, you know, it's, it's frustrating because as entrepreneurs, we're also very sensitive people and a lot of people don't realize not that. Not just me. No, it's definitely not just you. I could like, I could post a status that has nothing to do with about business, and I could get a crappy comment, and it's it's gonna I'm just gonna be like, what a jerk! Like, why would somebody even say that on this post? Um, you know, those people aren't in my circle. The core circle, like, and, and people think oh they can have really huge circles, and yeah, technically you can, but mm -hmm. the the best advice that I can give is to have a circle with. You're gonna spill water again. The I best know. I already spilled it all over my lap. Oh lord. How dare you um, have a core group of like five to eight, maybe 10 people that are really your close knit, hardcore circle. The ones that, you know, you can go to for anything that are going to shoot you straight when you need to be shot straight, that are going to be there for you when you need them to be there for you. And are going to lift you up at all times. Right. I mean, you're in mine. Miranda's in mine. Um, Sam Kaufman is in mine. I I'd do anything for Sam. Um, you know, so it's important that you surround yourself with these people that are going to get you where you want to be and they want to yeah. see, see, that's the thing that those are the ones that you truly have to treasure and cherish are the people that genuinely selflessly want to see you succeed, no matter what it means. You know, it, I'm so glad that you brought that kind of point up because I have that group of people that I know, you know who you can reach. And if you don't know, figure it out who you can reach out to and get that positivity. Because there are certain people that I love, but I'm not going to reach out and say, man, this is going rough. And I, um, Jeremy, you know, we have a mutual friend, Jeremy Shriples, and I messaged him the other day and he and I are working on my audiobook, and he is about to take over my um, podcast uh, back end stuff, him and Danny, which I'm super excited about. But anyway, so I'm, I reached out and I told him what was going on because he reached out and asked a question about the audio recording. And so I told him something that was going on in my life. And I'm like, man, I'm just like, I feel just lost, whatever, whatever. Anyway, and recently I had someone tell me that I was essentially too much, right? Like that I needed to tone a part of me down, which is why I'm so excited about speaking at Miranda's event at the end of the year because her audience is used to 
So I'm like, yay, I could totally just be me there and not have to slow down because there's, you know, 80 year old people listening to me. But anyway, so I reached out to Jeremy and I was like, I'm just, this is where I'm at. I'm on, I'm running the struggle bus. And, um, right, the message I got back was something to the effect of you're never too much. Keep doing you. I'm always here, you know, just positive, positive. You got this. It's like, that's, what I exactly, out to you about 75 hard. that's exactly how I would have handled that too. Um, and Jeremy, I love Jeremy to death. He's going to be speaking at the, at the summit. Um, I get to see it. I get to see all y'all. It's going to be like a family be, reunion. It is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, but the, the thing is, is that people like Jeremy, you know, they're, they're a diamond in the rough, right? Like Jeremy is one of those people that is completely selfless, that genuinely wants to see people succeed. He's got a heart of gold. He's just a genuinely good person. And that's really who you people have to surround yourself with. Right. And and this is, this is whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're not an entrepreneur, whether you're a stay at home mom or stay at home dad, it doesn't matter. You have to have your circle. That's going to be there for you. You, you have to. Uh, can I expand on that with the, the stay at home parent thing? I'm going to do it anyway. Okay, go ahead. You can cut it out if you want. I'm just waiting for the recording to go away for you to be like a pain in the butt. Um, <laughs> no, you may not speak. So the stay at home parent thing. And this is, I literally wrote about that in my book because I didn't realize masterminds and you know, the, that circle isn't just for business. I was in a, I had a, a lot going on when I was a new mom. We moved when Taylor was six weeks old, we moved four hours away from any family to start an insurance agency, which Dean was like, super busy all the time he was never there and i joined this parenting in columbus playgroup thing it was a group of new parents well not all new parents but mostly new parents and it was a mastermind the people in that circle probably kept me alive to be completely honest with you just i you know you, yeah. I'm, you have kids you know what the the after you know after they're born when you're trying to get used to being a new parent it's stressful it can cause depression it, anyway, so the people in that circle were my mastermind. I didn't realize that until I sat down to kind of write about it. And I'm like, holy crap, that was a mastermind. And there, just like anything like that, there, there's bad apples. There's people that I wish I would have never met. But I still have people, what, 16 years later that I literally talk to on a regular basis. And they're still in my circle. Different kind of circle. They're the ones, some of them are like the, the why do you need to get on stages? Why do you need to write a book? Why do you need a podcast? Because I want to, and I can, because I'm awesome. But yeah, even, I'm so glad you said that, because even stay-at-home parents need a good circle, because if you had people that were like, eh, whatever, and didn't check in on you, I had a friend that had a key to my house, so she could literally come in, and she would drag Taya and I out of the house in our pajamas, and we would spend eight hours at Chick-fil-A to get me out of the house. It's, you know, it's, it's interesting, right? Because especially when you start struggling and stuff like you were just talking about, you know, they say misery loves company, but it shouldn't. It, it really, really, really should. And that's why you need to have those really close friends, those really close confidants that you can be there for and, and, and with, for and with. Um, uh, they can be there for you and with you. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. It, well, goes, it goes both ways. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, and that's important because you don't want that one-sided thing if, if it was just you checking in on me all the time or me checking in on you all the time and not like i feel like 
I don't know another way to say it other than you don't want that to be one-sided, that circle. It can't be yeah. just a circle goes one of you around for a reason. It's not just linear. It's a circle. See, what, I, guys, I you were gonna bring up Chuck and Larry. I knew it. I know. Yeah, because you're talking about circles. We don't, we you don't guys, know uh, are we gonna put that up for a worstie? Oh yeah. We might. We I, might. I like it rough. That's like <laughs> That is such a good on our, on our walks, Dean, is, so we are like a very affectionate couple. We've been together for 17 years, and I'm proud of the fact that we're still very affectionate. And we were on one of our first 75 yard walks, and my mother-in-law was with us, and Dean ran up and smacked me on the butt and kept going. Like, because he his, he's a foot taller than me, so his legs are like the size of my whole body. And so he <laughs> runs past me, and as he did it, I said, I like it rough. And my mother-in-law, she's like, I did not teach him that. <laughs> I there said, we I go. Know. I, yeah, I trained him that way, but... Yeah, anyway, and as far as before, because I, I see in your face that you're about to end this episode. Oh, you can cut people out of your circle. Yeah, well, know, that's that's you. incredibly important. Sometimes you have, I mean, not even sometimes. There's a lot of times you have to cut people out of your circle. And it's it's not through any fault of their own. It's just you outgrow certain scenarios, certain situations. Uh, it doesn't mean you don't still care about them. It doesn't mean you're not still there for them and they're not still there for you. It's just things and situations change. You know, people get very busy and that's not their fault. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. You can, you can adjust the relationship too. I had a very, very, very special person in my life, a very close relative that I used to talk to every single day, actually two, that I told every single day when I was in the car. Would call one, have a conversation, hang up, call the other. And it was always negative. This is what's going on in the news. This is what happened here. This is, this is, so-and-so did this. And it was always negative. Yeah. And after a couple of times of saying, I am in a different place now, I can't handle the negative. I don't watch the news for a reason. I don't want you to tell me what is going on unless like there's a war going on in my actual front yard. Just <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll be good. I'm fine. And when they those people didn't listen to me, I literally got to the point I hung up on probably like one of the top three favorite people in my life my grandmother i hung up on her once because she would not stop and i kept telling her i can't handle it i can't handle it i can't handle it and i hung up i have nightmares i don't want to hear those things literally give me nightmares and i got to the point where i never call i don't i call those people once once a week now maybe and it's all positive and i think part it was we were talking too much we run out of things to talk about so what else do you talk about other than the craziness of the state of the world so it's okay to i'm not telling you to cut your grandmother out of your life before <laughs> anybody is like or do it said um i'm gonna have like a Here's slew a quote, of grandmothers get rid of grandma yeah i'm gonna um yeah i'm gonna have a slew of grandmothers knocking down my door but so that is not what i'm saying but i am saying it is okay to set boundaries and tell people hey i need positivity in my circle if you can't do that, that's cool, but we got to take a step back. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think that's a great spot to end it on that. We went full circle with talking about the circle. The circle. You know, I did that there. I'm pretty good. I did. Yeah, it was good. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the worst podcast ever made. Please be sure to like, follow, subscribe, share everything you can. We do this all for you. We don't get paid for it. We don't have sponsors, at least not yet. Um, so, you know, it's really important to us that you guys are are showing your love and appreciation by sharing our episodes and telling everybody about this horrific podcast that you're listening to. So we will see everybody next week.